marriage, hauntings, murder, we've got it all. A husband and wife talking about all things real, scary, and truthful. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. Hello. Eric's already getting in trouble. Will you stop? Because he's like a child. What are you messing with now? I'm cleaning my fingernails out. With what? I don't know. Earring. Oh my god! It's like having a kid. You took everything else having away from a, me, so exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, stop taking stuff away from me. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't the time. I left my Sir. knife in my jeans, so I'm about to use a knife in a different way. You heard it here. <laughs> On a true crime podcast. Somebody save this, please. Uh-huh. So, we've had the discussion today on the way home from dinner. Who's better, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? And my husband said, tell him what you think. It's NSYNC. If you don't think it, you're wrong. And if you think it's NSYNC, you're obviously right on crack and now dead to me. Well, <laughs> nice knowing you, then. <laughs> So, a couple people, it's been pretty back and forth, like, pretty much everybody likes one or the other, obviously, and so, um, my friend Denise, she's always, she's always very violent. (laughs) She, you know, Facebook has been cracking down on bullying lately, and so, she said NSYNC because Backstreet Boys was garbage. And so I used a gif of Spongebob and he did like the rainbow thing. And when he did, it said death, like I was going to kill her. And then she wrote back, I'm going to cut you and Facebook banned her for 24 hours. (laughs) And I was like, that's why you should have just picked Backstreet Boys. (laughs) Literally, she sent me a screenshot. It said that, uh, let me see if I can find it. It says, uh, da, da, da. Um, you can't post or comment for 24 hours because it didn't go against our community standards. It goes against our standards on violence. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> You should have, that's why you should everyone should be back on MySpace because you can do whatever the fuck right. you wanted on MySpace. You can't you can threaten people on uh MySpace. And basically anyone that says Backstreet Boys, your opinion is But Backstreet's back all right. They're both good. Well, Backstreet look, Boys is uh, just better. NSYNC never had to come back, so Backstreet Boys they wouldn't come back because JT Ramenhead, Noodlehead, McGee decided he was better than everybody else. And he was. Better but than everyone in Backstreet and Boys, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys gave you it was equal opportunity. Everybody got to sing all the time. And NSYNC was like, only NSYNC and sometimes JC. And now look what Justin Timberlake grew up to be. A megastar. A hustler. A megastar. And nobody from NSYNC or Backstreet Boys has ever heard of again. Literally, they're still doing tours. For who? Nick was just on the freaking Mass Singer, ho. That is not a career. <laughs> That's when your career is over. I said, he, you said they ain't been heard of. I'm telling you what they've been doing. He probably so. paid them to be on it. Mm-hmm. What's he Name doing, like, all five members of NSYNC right now. There ain't. Why? The only one matters. <laughs> no. 
It don't. Yeah. Now it don't. Now it don't. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Joey Fatone. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> J.C. Chavez. Shazay. Shazay. <laughs> you got two more. And two other that nobody ever knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody can remember them. I can tell you all of them. Well, sounds like you're an NSYNC fan. I like them both. Backstreet Boys is just better. No, they're not. You cannot deny. I'm about to show you the reason for You being can't lonely. deny the Backstreet's Back video. You can't. That's so lame. You are the one that makes okay. fun of the Dirty Pop video and yeah, the video of Justin Timberlake beatboxing at their Madison Square Garden well, thing. Everyone should. He should make fun of himself, too. <laughs> so, it's awful. Backstreet's Back. All right. Yeah, that's what they sound like. Okay, what did Justin Timberlake sound like? Like an angel. <laughs> Sent from the heavens. <laughs> Sent from the heavens. Yeah, but that instinct video with with where they're like Muppets or whatever. Bye bye bye. That's a that's the best boy band video of all time. No. What's better? But everybody, Backstreet's back. What are they doing? It's just it's- like a concert. Okay, so you haven't even seen it. Obviously not. <laughs> and I never so will. So why are you talking trash? I just assume because that's no, how uncreative. They are that. in a like haunted. Oh, I forget they did the song in, castle the, in the airplane thing. hangar where they just stood around. And, and then this. okay, well again, Justin Timberlake beatboxing and having a battle with a drummer. Is all really all I need to say to yeah, you? Yeah, at least he had the guts to do it. <laughs> I don't see anybody from Backstreet Boys doing that shit. <laughs> because they knew better. No. They They're just better. too busy being bad boys. <laughs> well, if you want it to be a good girl, get yourself a bad boy. <laughs> Backstreet's just... back. All right. Also, there was something weird. You don't have the Facebook. And I don't know where my phone is, so I'm going to have to look in our Facebook group. But there was this weird thing happening on the page that I follow about Lars, the guy that we talked about on our first episode. And so, like, I don't know if there was, like, somebody on the page that was, like, maybe trolling them. I couldn't really figure it out. But there was somebody on there, and they kept commenting about him. And they posted, see, they posted this screenshot. But, like, since it's a screenshot, I couldn't translate what it said, but I could translate like their posts or whatever. So like on the screenshot, I had no idea what they were going back and forth about. So they posted this weird picture. Look, it's like a picture of somebody on the beach and there's like boxes over somebody's like face and body. And they were trying to say, I couldn't tell if the page was saying that this person that was unblocked was Lars. Because if you look at him, it doesn't look like him. So then I was like, are they trying to say that this blocked out person was Lars? It didn't make any sense. And they're like, um, let's see. Someone else commented on this photo. The police find him in an apartment. He won't go back home. The missing parts in the picture are not from us. This is one photo from Lars on vacation. It was 100% not created after vacation. But it, I don't understand what they're trying to say. Because that doesn't look like him. To me. Yeah, how could you know what it looks like? What he looks like now? No, I'm saying they're saying it was on the vacation that when when he went missing. So like from the picture that we've seen and like everybody knows, that looks nothing like him. So I'm like, I don't understand what they're trying to say. And then they said something about like this person 
and they were talking about the blacked out photo, but they were like, we haven't seen it. Have you seen it? So there's like just like four posts in a row that were just really weird. And then they posted another post and they were like, well, let's get back to business and something about the flyers being put out. And then they were like, the posts that have been posted today will be deleted soon. And I'm like, this is so strange. Like everything about it was weird. And I was like, this does not, this is not a good, like you shouldn't. It's probably nothing. Well, you shouldn't, you, if, if somebody is like bullying you or like whatever, I don't really know what this person was trying to do. Like maybe give false information. You shouldn't feed into that because they're going to do it more. It was weird. Everything was weird. I don't know if the posts are gone. I didn't, I haven't looked. Um, but it was strange. Like it was like I was following along with like, like just a mess. Yeah, those so see those posts are gone now, so you can't even see them. But it was strange. I don't know. It was weird. But they haven't found him, so. Well, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna find that guy. I don't know. It'd be cool if they did, but I, it's I don't know. It's been a long, um, long time. I doubt he is found. Never. Are you ready for our crime? Yes. Or do you want to talk about boy bands some more? We could talk about 98 Degrees. I don't even like boy bands. <laughs> I just will not let JTB run through the middle of it. <laughs> Whatever. So, today's crime is an unsolved... God, why does this always happen? Axe murder. So, like... What's that movie? Uh, so I married an axe murderer? Amityville Horror. Oh. Didn't he murder all the people with the axe or something? I, I can't remember. Know. Anyway, this is a unsolved murder, axe murder case from 1912. And I don't even know how I found it. Like, it just, like, <laughs> it was just there. And I was like, well, we haven't done this. So I guess we're going to do our first axe murder. Yeah, probably nobody has. This, I don't know. I didn't Google it. Do you know Google it? Has anybody it's else done so that? long ago? <laughs> but it's crazy. An axe murder. You don't hear about people being axed up. Yeah, people are bitches these days. <laughs> you know what? They go straight for gunshots. <laughs> A real murderer uses an axe. That's right. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. So, this happened in Iowa, of all places. I feel like Iowa's like, like nothing happens there, right? I don't really know. You don't ever hear about Iowa. They have a good football team, college football teams. I'm saying like crime. There's no, like you don't hear about like an Iowa man acts up a family or whatever. In 1912, they did. (laughs) Well, ever since then, it's been quiet. So, it was actually three days after your birthday. In 1912. In 1912. Your birthday date. Not your actual birthday. So June 13th, 1912. Axe murder in Iowa. How do you feel about it? I mean, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So Extra, extra. Two adults and six children were found murdered in their beds in a small Midwestern town of this... Villa, I'm never going to be able to do this. Villisca, Iowa. 
says, during the weeks that followed, life in this town changed drastically. And the murder remains unsolved to this day. Yeah, because every party involved is dead. (laughs) Except Except for the murderer. He might be alive. What? From 1912 to now? How many years is that? We'll do the Over math. hundred. So yeah, he's dead for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, unless he was one or two when he. <laughs> it was unsolved. You don't know. So, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, in 1994. So we're gonna jump ahead many years. A hundred and fifty thousand years. Um, a man named Darwin and his wife Martha bought the home of the murder victims. Um, the man of the house was named J.B. Moore and his family. It has returned to its original condition from the time that they were murdered. Oh my god, no, they were murdered on your birthday. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So, there you go. Um, it is actually on the National Registrar of Historic Places, and you can go tour it. So, if we're ever in Iowa, no doubt, no doubt. Axe Murder House on our way. But we have to go on June 10th. You have to. This is, it'll be your birthday. We'll drive up from Pensacola. Why would we drive from Pensacola? Because we're going to be there on your birthday this year. No, then maybe next year. <laughs> next, next year's birthday. <laughs> Next year. We'll, we'll get you next year. Oh, my goodness gracious. I got some yawns. The house does kind of look like the Amityville house. If you peep it. Peep my steel out right there. So, uh, it says the dates are June 9th and 10th. So, you got to share it with the 9th, I guess. It's fine. <laughs> Proceed. So, Lena and Ina. Clever. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. Um, The daughters of Joseph and Sarah left their home for church early on Sunday morning. They were going to go have dinner with their grandmother after the service. Um, They were going to spend the afternoon with her, and then they were going to um, come home later that night. So then they were invited to spend the night at um, one of their friends' house. And so um, the dad called their parents and they were like, Hey, can the girls come stay the night? And the older sister Blanche answered the phone and he was like, well, parents are outside, but I'll let them know. And he's like, okay. So parents were not aware that their daughters weren't going to be home at this time. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, they went, the girls went to a program at about 8 PM on Sunday night on June 9th. Um, it said, um, All of the children, as well as the Stillinger Stillinger girls, which is the Lena and Ina, which I'm never going to be able to say that correctly, um, they were all there. The program ended at 930, um, and the Moore family, along with the two girls, walked home from church, and they got home at about 945 to 10 p.m. So, the next morning at about 5 a.m., the neighbor went into well first of all why does the neighbor awake at 5 a.m she's like monday morning bitches <laughs> get the fuck up it's fine yeah um she stepped into her yard to hang laundry and at about a seven o'clock she realized that the moors had not been outside they haven't started doing their chores 
They haven't done anything. It was unusually still for their household. So, um, between 7 and 8, she approached the house and knocked on the door and didn't get a response. So, she opened the door only to find it locked from the inside. So, she went out. She let the chickens out because she was like, these poor chickens, they, they've been locked up all morning. And she called uh, Josiah's brother, Ross, setting in the place the most mismanaged murder, invasion, murder investigation ever to be taken. So, could you imagine going to your friend's house? Just like on the whim, and then you got murdered. She got murdered? It says. Were you not listening? I thought you were saying she found them. No, I'm saying the two girls. Oh, yeah. What? No. No. She. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> no, she decided to call the popo or whatever. I mean, yeah, I was 63% listening, so. Thanks. Heard it here first, folks. Gotta pay attention. Now I'm locked in. I'm like 91. Yeah. So, Mary, who was the neighbor. Got it. <laughs> Onward. And those who saw the girl, the Moors and the children at the Children's Day exercise gave testimonies. And it said that between midnight and 5 a.m., someone entered the home and brutally murdered all the occupants with an axe. But the doors locked from the inside. So, like, they locked it on the way out. Maybe. Maybe All it wasn't was locked. From inside the house. Maybe it wasn't locked and then they locked it on the way out like to make it harder for people to get in. I don't know. People leave their doors unlocked all the time. I did my whole life growing up. Well, there you go. So, you could have been axed. So, Maybe. Ross, who was the brother of Josiah, he came over and attempted to look in the window and then he knocked on the door. So, like, she didn't answer, or they didn't answer when she knocked. What makes you think they're going to answer now? They're like, oh, we didn't want Mary to come over, but <laughs> we'll answer, answer for Josiah. We'll answer a man's knock. <laughs> so, um, he was shouting. He was trying to just, like, get anybody, really, to come to the door. Um, it says he couldn't get anybody, so he got out his keys, and he did have a key that came into the house. Um, or a key that came in the house, a key that worked on the house. <laughs> and then he went in, um, Mary, who was with him, followed him onto the porch, but she didn't go in the house and he didn't go any farther than the parlor room. So he got in, he opened the bedroom door and saw two bodies on the bed and dark stains on the bedclothes and immediately ran out and told Mary to call the cops. Um, the two bodies in the room that he found were Lena and her sister, Ina. And Lena was 12 and Ina was 8. So, this person is disgusting. Was disgusting, is disgusting. I mean, I feel like you should say was because he's past tense. But, like, he is because you killed a child with an axe. Um, and, like I said, they just happened to be staying the night. So, you got to wonder, like, this person maybe did... Did they know them? Because why would you just kill these random two children that, you know what I mean? Had to be like. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Um, so the remaining members of the family, the Moore family, were found in their upstairs bedroom by city marshal Hank Horton, who arrived later. Every person in the house had been brutally murdered with their skulls crashed as they slept. 
Josiah was 43, Sarah was 39, and their kids, Herman, age 11, Catherine, age 9, Boyd, age 7, and Paul, age 5, were all brutally murdered. Hmm. So the youngest one was 5. So whoever this person was. Glad you're dead. <laughs> if you're not, I hope you're on your way out. <laughs> if you're not, first, can you tell us your secret for living so long? Second, what the fuck? Um, so they lived in a small town, and of course, once people started discovering the bodies, news spread quickly. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, neighbors and curious onlookers came to the house. So what, you going to come in and try to look at your friend's bodies? Like, you're disgusting. It was a different time. That's true, I guess. Um, law enforcement quickly lost control of the crime scene. Because it was a different time. They were like, we can't do anything. Up to 100 people came in the house, looked at the bodies, and just were like hanging out before the National Guard finally arrived and cleared everyone out of the home. Just so many. (gasps) Yeah. (gasps) Oh my God. Sarah. (gasps) Josiah. Like, what the fuck? Get what is wrong? You can't keep people out of the house. Well, they ain't had the news. So? You don't watch. See for themselves. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, So it says the only known facts were eight people had been murdered, presumably with an axe that was left at the crime scene. So not only did this person do it, he was like, fuck it, I'm going to leave my weapon here. Um, Their time of death was estimated a little bit after midnight. Curtains were drawn in all of the windows except for two that didn't have curtains. All of the victims' faces were covered with bedcloths after they were killed, which is odd, I feel. Um, there was a kerosene lamp found at the foot of the bed of the parents. Uh, a lamp was found at the foot of the bed of the Stillinger girls, which were the two mm. other girls. Um, the axe was found in the room occupied by the Stillinger girls. It was bloody, but an attempt had been made to wipe it off. The axe did belong to the dad. So this person found the axe and then killed them. Um, The ceilings showed gouge marks. I guess like when he was up swinging or whatever, Mm -hmm. it hit the ceiling. Um, A piece of a keychain was found on the floor in the downstairs bedroom. A plan of bloody water was discovered in the kitchen um, as well as a plate of uneaten food. The doors were all locked. Um... And then, like I said, like where all the bodies were, um, it said uh, the coroner reported a slab of bacon on the floor in the downstairs bedroom lane near the axe. So that's weird. Um, And he also made note of Sarah's shoes, which were found on Josiah's side of the bed. The shoe was found on its side and it had blood inside as well as under it. It says that the shoe had been upright, um, so maybe he believed that the killer returned to inflict blows, like he hurt them and then didn't hurt them enough, and so they were trying to move and then came back, I guess, basically is what they were trying to say. Um, I feel like if you're going to ask somebody. I feel like it would just take one. I swung axe many well, times, and I think it would just on, take like, one. The kind of axe, maybe. How sharp it was. 
Well, it ain't about the sharpness. It's about the weight. Maybe this person was small and didn't have no power. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. Um, so they didn't really have like fingerprinting. Uh, DNA obviously was not ever they even thought about at the time. Um, it says a local person uh, did come in to enter the crime scene with a camera, but they threw him out. So there's not even like really pictures of the crime scene. Um, it says even if the crime scene was secure, they don't think that the evidence would have given really any clues because it was what, 1912. It was 1912. Um, they checked the CCTV. <laughs> Check the CCTV. My gosh. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> Way to go. Okay. So um, they had a list of suspects. I bet it was just like any known criminal around the area. <laughs> Do you know how to swing an axe? No. Okay. So it says the state senator topped the list of suspects. That's quite a scandal. Like how random. Um, it says uh, they seem to be the people who study it now seem to be made up of three camps. Many people believe a man named Frank Jones, who was a resident um, and Iowa state senator, was responsible for the murder. Um, others insisted that a man named Reverend George Kelly was the culprit. Um, it says, but some people believe that the murders were a work of somebody totally unrelated to the town, a traveler, traveler hobo, or a serial killer. Random man. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Time to ask these people That's up. That's probably exactly what it is. Some random? Yep. That's what I'm saying, because if they, like, if I was going to murder somebody, and then I saw that they had, like, other children there, I, I don't feel like I would murder them, because they weren't a part of my plan. I mean, like, unless you just, like, freaked out and murdered them, but if they were the first ones to be murdered... That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so but this if person, you're already in the house or something, it's too late. But that none maybe, of them were away. Maybe they say you don't know that. Nobody knows that. Well, you murdered maybe one a of whole them house seen them and he's like, people. Well, you all gotta go now. I don't know. Um so um a man named William Mansfield of Illinois was the prime suspect. Um, according to the investigation, the murder of Joe Moore and other occupants were committed by Mansfield, who was hired by Jones. The senator? Yeah. So they think that. Wow. That's quite this, the scandal. That's quite the scandal. Um, it says, according to the investigation, all of the murders were committed precisely in the same manner. Um it says the victims were hacked to death with an axe and the mirrors in the homes were covered. So I guess maybe like, let's see. Um, because he was responsible for the axe murder of his wife, infant child, father-in-law, and mother-in-law. So I guess they were like, you axed those people four days ago. You also axed up Jenny, Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, I assume. 
Patterson and Jenny Miller in Colorado. So you obviously axed this family up too. I mean, if you're axing people up, like I said, not a lot of people do that. That feels like, oh, you've axed some people before. Maybe it was this guy. Right? Like, isn't, didn't, wasn't there an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where all the mirrors are covered up? Um, yeah, because, or no. Yes. The house where the guy was like stealing youth. He was taking the youth, yes, but he wasn't axing people up. Wow, that's so creepy, though. <laughs> Do you think this is where, to, or where they got it from? I don't know. <laughs> Again, they were axing people up. Nickelodeon got some spine in the <laughs> Um, let's see, where was I after the, <laughs> after the, are you afraid of the dark cats go? Um, another suspect was Reverend George Kelly, like I said, and he was a traveling preacher. Um, he did it. He was arrested and charged with the murder of one of the victims of the act murders, axe murders in 1917. He did it. Um, his supposed confession made a mockery of law enforcement practices at the time and was withdrawn before his trial began. So, I don't know. There was also a serial killer at the time who was axing people up named uh, M.W. McCleary. He did it. You said that about everyone. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Okay. <laughs> did I do it? <laughs> Like, what does she think I said to her, ma'am? Excuse me? Oh, my God. Right, bye. <laughs> right. The end. <laughs> C.W. McCall or whatever. C.W. McCall's like country. M.W. McCleary announced. I didn't even get to finish what I was saying because wow. she's freaking. <laughs> oh, my God. So, M.W. McCleary was a federal officer assigned to the case, and he said that the serial killer Henry Moore was actually convicted of the murders of his mother and maternal grandmother in Columbia, Missouri, just months after the murders in Iowa. Go so he was axing people up, too. Okay, Siri, calm down. Nobody's talking to you. Look, she's popping up again. Hey, focus. I, I'm being interrupted by technology. Silence your shit. It is on silent, so that's Apparently why I don't not. know what she's talking about. <laughs> Apparently it ain't. She's like, I just want to put my two cents. <laughs> yeah, Eric did it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and then there was like, I basically thought just like a fucking bunch of people did it. Well, yeah, everyone in the in the town. Yeah. Probably. You have eyes? Did you murder them? The Let village. me see a swing and X. Um, Okay, so then this says the rumor mill. So there were headlines, of course, all over the place. It says, man, it killed Joseph Moore family. And so, of course, people were going cry cry about that. There was a, uh, I think a, an article maybe called 11 Houses East or 11 Houses North that basically had the same thing. Um, there was another one called Murder was concealed in downstairs closet. And then Slayer Imogen and I, photograph of Iowa murderer is obtained uh, from retina of girl victim. That's like some wild, wild west shit. Remember that? 
They were like, if you chop, they were like, or was it if you chop your head off, they'd take pictures from the eye or whatever to get the criminal? That's exactly what that makes me think of. Going straight to the wild, wild west. Okay. Oh, it says that uh, one of the Stillinger sisters awoke during the night when the guy was going around killing people and they took an image from her eye. So, you know. Just regular cop stuff. <laughs> regular. <laughs> regular wild, wild west Will Smith stuff, basically. Do your job, sir. I'm doing my job. Shout out to Derek and Trevor and Ashton and Cassie and Shallow. Wow. He said all of that through a yawn. You guys should feel so yep. special. But I remember. Yeah. All of the names. And you were bored to death doing it. No, I was just already in yawn. Are we done? I'm done. Um, we're done, yes. Um, per usual, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I feel like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> we also uh, have our awesome merch up still the link for that is in the description to every episode and uh i feel like there's something else patreon come support us on patreon there's like five different options you can choose from um all kinds of good stuff on there all the time so yeah cool 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 yep <laughs> keep on rocking we're gonna go watch Yes, we are. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh my God. We'll scare you later. (laughs) Bye.